this turning ah grand rising everyone natalie coming to live spirit and coffee got my coffee here all right let's get started um in the emerald tablet right um uh alchemy for personal transformation um and we're going to continue on with dialogues from hermes our dialogues with hermes to be able to connect to and understand how we have the ability to connect into um, higher dimensions, right? Um, and by doing what we call active imagination, I think people think when they think alternate dimension or multi dimensions, they think that their whole body has to go with it. It's really in the mind and the active imagination. It's trusting the process that um, and trusting the images that we're seeing um within us that those experiences are real for us and they're as equally um important as what we see here in the real world quote unquote the real world um and in fact i wrote a quote from an individual who talked about the active imagination and what's happened over the last 800 years in america and why um good morning christina uh, the where we are um, today is because we've totally ripped the imagination from individuals and we believe that reality is something that lives outside of us rather than within us and that it's not as real as reality well the reality is <laughs> the reality is the reality is is we have a connection to that imagination and that psyche that you nobody can really explain and we we touch it in our dream world in our dream time and that active imagination allows us to co-create with something grander than we are in other words we are closer to our divine self than we are in the real world. The real world forces us into a box, right? We have to sort of be in this vessel and allow all of the energy that exists within us to express itself the way that it's going to express itself. So our vessel being the container and the energy being the stuff inside that we can't talk, we we can't explain that allows us to move through the world and to generate and create in the world. Pretty interesting stuff. And the quote that I was talking about was how Disney um, saw that the imagination was outside, uh, a place to escape to that was outside of reality, not internally with them. So, but they knew the difference. They just put it that way so that they can mislead the people to believe that, that this was separate. Hence, we have duality. Now, we talk about duality and we say duality just exists. Well, it does. We have to talk about duality because we've created duality. We've created the, the construct of duality and we've created entire civilizations based on duality, right? Which is the worldview in which we live in today, which is that world. Now, not everybody does. There's tribes that don't live in this way. There's something to be said about us being able to live in the duality and live out the duality so that we can find wholeness again. And it's almost like an expansion of consciousness 
um, within the human mind and the human happening and the human engaging in the world. So um, pretty interesting stuff, okay? So here we go. So by Hermes, you know me because that is the one third I have chosen to show you, but I am truly three times Hermes, an eternal spirit who exists on all three levels of creation. Now I am embodied between the above and the below. Although I speak not to you, but through you, for together we are the one mind. Tell us how we can be of one mind if you have your thoughts and we have ours. If that we are true, we wouldn't need to question you. We are all of one mind, though it has not yet dawned on you. And all the questions and all the answers are known to the one mind, thus known to you. Yet your sight is veiled and you perceive only the shadows and not their source. I speak from the light as the one who has seen, and though residing in the shadows and in the light, we are still of the one mind. Uh, we mean no insult, but why should we believe you? After all, you are known as the notorious trickster. Okay, so the trickster is a, an important character in all storylines, even in our life. Now we have tricksters show up all the time. Um, to trick those who hide is no deceit, okay? Some of those who are foolish or fearful may even enter into the light and see uh, with their own eyes, uh, verify these truths themselves, and finally serve the alchemy of their being. Remember, we're serving the alchemy of our own being. That is, that is the biggest thing. It's your personal alchemy. That is the trick because you have the power to have your own personal alchemy. But what we do is uh, we don't want to do all the work because it's comfortable. It's easy for someone just to tell us, here, do this. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Well, okay, go figure out who you are. Take that journey. You see, most people don't want to take that journey. It's not an easy journey. It's not the easy path, right? So the easy way is just to allow yourself to listen to somebody else's path, somebody else's way of doing things, because we don't trust ourselves. What up, GP man? We don't trust ourselves. We don't trust ourselves that we're good enough. We don't trust ourselves that we're doing it right. We don't. We've been told and shamed that if we dream or we have these um, images, we're crazy. So we don't trust ourselves. And that's why we end up with somebody else's alchemy. That's why we have this metaverse coming out, which is the construct of um, somebody's creation. And people will live into that creation gladly. We'll see how many people ascribe to this new metaverse. Probably the masses. And not even thinking how this creation came about. Who created it? It's not your creation. You could say it is because we're all one. But you're just describing to it and saying yes. I mean, that's what people will say. Not even questioning, not even trying to understand what intention this thing really has or what is it for. Rather, you have your own alchemy that you can create your own multiverse. Okay, you have you have that connection to it, and so you can find it. So, nor would it be possible to lie 
when speaking of these highest things, for they are thoughts of the one mind. You keep mentioning the one mind. Do you mean one God? The gods you worship are all part of the one mind, but because you must name your gods, you cannot know God. By naming God, you only create yet another God. Only by being in the infallible presence of the divine can you know one God. And for that reason, I do not call God by name, but refer only to where God can be found in the one mind. This is important because, and this is why I tell you, alchemy is not a religion. Alchemy is not about, um, you know, forcing people to understand the way that I see it. And I'll tell you the way that I kind of see because, uh, you know, people say, well, do you believe in God? People don't really understand alchemy enough to to know. When I say I'm a spiritual alchemist, they were like, well, okay, what? I don't understand. What does that mean? So the way that I see it is that you're right. When we name God, and this is even in the Bible, that once you put a name to it, it doesn't, it becomes not that. You There's no words to describe God. You can't put it in a, in a voice. You can't put it in a tone. It It's beyond our own understanding to describe it to describe what it has this universe okay we don't have a word for it so we we do we try to ascribe words to it but the words can't describe what it actually is the way that i see it playing out if you saw it as the one mind they call it the one mind and the one thing is almost like if you saw it as a circle okay now it's is it a circle no but this is a visual just to give you an idea and that nothing can exist outside this circle. It's just this one big circle. And in that circle is everything. So we become that tiny dot of consciousness within this larger scheme of things, but we can't really see outside of it because there is no outside of it. We're within it. So that radiates into multiple different things, which would be several gods and goddesses. And that's what happened. This is where people freaked out about paganism, but there was no need to freak out. Literally, we created gods and goddesses for a reason, because we wanted to explain or describe the world that we were seeing, the phenomena we were seeing around us. We were bearing, we were giving gods the, um, letting them bear the burden so that we didn't have to bear the entire burden ourselves, But see, that changed over time. We didn't have a place to put it. And we started saying, well, there's just one God. That's it. Get rid of all the other gods. And now we became the holders of all of that energy where we had no place to put it. Now we're reopening that gateway to try to understand how to explain what we see happening in the world today, going back to mythology and to all these gods and goddesses to try to explain what we're seeing happening around us. See, having multiple gods, people will say, well, that's paganism, that's terrible, there's only one God. Yeah, there is. There's one God with the, you know, a G. Okay, we'll say a capital G. Or you could call it the universe, whatever you call it, okay? Again, no words can describe or explain it. I just use the word God because it's easy. Now, do I mean the God of religion, the God of Christ, the God of this? No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something that's greater beyond our own understanding. Now, how? what arises out of God? All of this that we see 
us included. <laughs> That's what arises out of God. We do. And animals and plants and universes and planets and whatever else starts to come from that one God. So when we're looking at it from that perspective, right, we can see that there are multiple ways to describe the world and some put them into gods. Now we can change the wording because it's uncomfortable for people who don't, who believe that's paganism, that's blasphemy, that's evil, which it's not. And I'm going to explain why. Because swarming in your conscious, in your psyche, you have multiple conversations going on in your head. Tell me that you're one person all the time. That, no, you're not. You have multiple personalities swarming through you, right? You know, the grouchy one that hasn't had food, the hangry one that yells at everyone, and then once it's satiated and eats, then it becomes the kindest, most gentle-like teddy bear ever. It's like day and night, right? Or the one that drives in traffic and yells at everybody, but then comes home and loves everybody. I mean, we have multiple personalities. Or the one who has a high sexual appetite and wants to do whatever or the one who wants to overindulge in food you know we have all these energies that circulate through us now the way that the the ancient people described this was through gods and goddesses today we're calling them archetypes so if that feels better for you that's fine archetypes are still connected to the myth the mythology the ancient stories that have been circulating since the beginning of time those stories are critical for our healing. If we don't understand and can't, basically what they help us do, and this is what I'm starting to understand, is they help us to understand what's next. What part of the storyline we're in? Hey, Baram, glad that you were able to make it. Obviously, it's coming up. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, and it's really hard for me to share my life. I don't know how to do it. I just go on and then, you know. So, um, we right? Have the ability to figure out what myth we're living, what archetype is showing up, what energy, what whatever you want to call it. If you believe um, uh, different gods and goddesses come to you, that's fine. People say fairies, whatever it is, that is your imagination, right? That is the collective consciousness coming in or the collective unconscious coming in to talk to you, to give you some kind of insight. And there was something very profound that one of the professors said was, um, we don't choose the myth, the myth chooses us. And I thought that that was pretty profound because I think it's true in some sense because when we start to look at our life, things play out. We It doesn't matter what we do, things keep playing out the way they're gonna play out. So really an energy's there to try to teach you a lesson. And it's really, really, really easy for us to move through that process if we can tap into what archetypal energy, mythological energy is actually playing out through us, right? We see it at the macrocosm right now. We're seeing this being played out um, with at the macrocosm, at the bigger levels. And we try to describe it with cosmology, really. What we were seeing, the battles of different stellar bodies and the movement of stellar bodies. And really what we were doing is describing how we were experiencing the connection between the stars and ourselves. 
And that active imagination is the most critical piece. And I can tell you that, yes, this is it. And this is the trigger point for, I think, most of the individuals who have constructed this false reality that we live in. And I'll tell you why, because I'm getting trolls showing up. And typically when I'm on point, trolls show up to to do whatever they need to do to try to shut me up or call me crazy. And I've always said that since I was a kid. You know, when I get older, people are either, you know, in the academic world, they're going to either shun me and kick me out and say that I'm crazy or they're going to kill me. So one or the other would happen. But I do think they'll call me batshit crazy first, which is good. I don't care. Natalie's crazy. <laughs> Funny. Okay. Well, I've just worked out why uh, we had daylight savings time. Oh, got it. You should be on for another hour. Ah, got it. Okay. Well, thanks, Paramo. There you go. Times are changing, right? Um, so we are using our active imagination. Now, I want to talk about a lot about how. So I've been talking about this. Had zero idea that um, you know the Facebook creator Mark Zuckerberg or whatever and his little friends were going to start creating this metaverse. I didn't realize that that was going on. That's exactly what I've been talking about. That's exactly so. It's playing out exactly. the 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 dialogue is timely. It always is, right? That's how alchemy works. Again, not prophecy. It's just being able to see the patterns. The patterns that a new universe a new uh, creation is starting to surface. People are starting to recognize the power of being able to create their own world. See, he's creating a whole world, a whole universe. He's creating what he's calling it a multiverse. So are you going to go live in his multiverse? Are you going to create your own? That's the question. Because that's the evolution. That's the, that's the secret that they have. Everybody's looking for this big secret that they have. Well, they're going in. And again, we do. Like, we go into conspiracy theory. We go to this. Really, what they have is alchemy. I mean, it's that simple. Start reading on alchemy. If you're not doing it already, go do it. Get a book. Get the Emerald Tablet yourself. Read past me. Go faster than me on this book. I mean, we're going to read it in spirit and coffee. is going to be slow. But I read and read and read. There's tons and tons of books. The Stellar Man, that's a good one. I know I had talked to Bahram about the Archons and the Eons, the energies that are holding us here in hostage to understand how that storyline is playing out. It gives us an opportunity to understand what's next. These things are ancient. It's not, it's, there's nothing new under the sun. This is ancient teachings. This is not something I made up. This was already here, given to us, and everybody has access to it. You have to know how to find it, though, because what they've done is fragmented it and put it all in different places. And so, yeah, you get spirit and coffee where I bring it together. There's still things I don't know because you could never know it all. We're always a beginner. But I'm going to tell you right now, that is the greatest thing that they're doing right now is they're taking this wisdom, this esoteric wisdom, and they're creating new universes. They're creating new worlds. You see, think about the battle that we're having right now. I want you guys to really let this set in to understand that we have no way out unless we get creative enough to create our own world, right? The world of harmony and peace and love that's built on mutual respect. 
You see, that's not the world that they're creating. They're trying to colonize Mars. See, they're trying to create a new world on Mars. They're trying to create a new world in the digital uh, sector, the multiverse or whatever they're calling it. They're creating new universes. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. This is bigger than what you guys think. They're actually creating whole other worlds. Why? Because they have the ability to tap into the spiritual alchemy and understand how it works. This is great power to have. This is probably one of the greatest powers we can have is to understand that we have the power to create universes and worlds. Now, people misuse it, and that's what's happening. And because people don't have this information, they gladly slip into the universe that's been created by the same people who have controlled the mind for eons, right? Eons. So there you go. Over time. And when the consciousness starts to wake up, they freak out and panic. So the awakening, though, might be, and I I don't want to say it because I don't know that it's too late for anybody. Sometimes it's too late. People are like, what the hell are you talking about? They're not even in the, they can't keep up with the dialogue. They don't have the language, the word, the understanding. That doesn't mean that people can't have epiphanies and wake up and say, holy shit, I've been under a spell this whole time. And just wake up from their slumber. But once you take that pill, you cannot go back. And it's a huge responsibility. And that's why we don't have billions of people on this podcast. That's why there's not billions of people saying, yay, I just want to stand up and do this. Because guess what? It's the hard work. It's not the easy work. (laughs) It's not fun sometimes. And it's dark. And you have to go through the darkness. And you have to face your demons. And you have to face other demons. So it's not easy work. You have to go through the shadows. You have to find your way through the darkness to get to the light. (laughs) You have to go into other places and dimensions and times and spaces. Some people can't handle that. And so some people won't. And that's okay. They're just going to accept whatever universe is being created for them. It's already being created. That's what I'm telling you guys. You see? It's already popping up. I had no idea that this metaverse was going to show up. I had no idea. I just started seeing this ad on my Facebook about, I thought they were changing the name is what I thought of Facebook. And then I talked to my friend because I refuse to watch the videos that they put out there because literally I don't need them to try to persuade my mind or put these subliminal messages in my mind. So I stay off of that shit. (laughs) Sorry, excuse my language. I'm programming myself on my own. I don't need them to program me. That's just it. I just don't, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to live in their programming. So I don't pay attention. I had to ask my friend, and I said, what's going on? They're renaming Facebook. She said, no, it's a metaverse. And then she told me it was like player one, which I've seen. Ready, player one. And I said, oh, wow, I've been talking about this with my podcast people about how we are the creators of worlds and that we can be, that we have to have our imagination in order to do that. You can't ascribe to the old storyline. If you ascribe to the old storyline, you're gonna stay stuck in that storyline. Is that wrong? No. Good morning, Shadow. But you have the chance. 
the chance and the opportunity to transcend their story and live in your own, to create your own world. <laughs> to create your own new safe haven. It is not an easy task. Nobody called to do this work ever. If they ever told you it was easy, are liars. It's a lie. That's a lie. It's not. It's not. <laughs> We're up against some very, 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 very heavy energy. And that heavy energy is there to weigh us down. It's not easy. It's not. I know I've been doing this work for my whole life and it's never been easy. <laughs> it's never as. <laughs> And it's not going to, not here in this three-dimensional time space. Now, we could check out. We could say, well, we're just going to go to a temple and meditate. And that's cool. You can. There are people who do that. And they feel like they're helping the planet in that way. But then you have the people that are here to teach and show people the way. Like, come on. You guys have the power. You have the strength. You can do it. <laughs> but is it easy? No. How are you going to create the world in which you do well? It takes a lot of integrity. It takes saying no to a lot of things. And it takes changing your mindset. You ascribe to those old storylines, the nine to five job. That's a big part of it. That's a big part of the dream that we're living in. Somebody else's dream. It was the Ford model, really. So Ford had a dream. And his dream was to have a nine to five working machine that could create automobiles and he created what we call the nine to five job and now everybody lives in that reality is it a reality no we'll say that's real but it's really somebody's dream that created it to reality that we live in and we live it out as though that's the only way to live like we don't know any other way and we're afraid to let go of that because it takes great imagination to shift and change the consciousness. See, it doesn't just happen. Let go of your job. I would never tell somebody to do that. Such a detriment. You have to understand. <laughs> you have to have trust. You have to have faith. I'd never tell somebody just to let go of something. I don't know what kind of impact it's going to have on their life. And that's not my responsibility to tell people Hey, do this, do that. But here's what I will tell you. Do what's right for you and choose powerfully and know that there are more choices than just one way or another way of doing things. That's the problem. We think that we're up against these choices where we have to say yes or no. It's either this or that. It's not an either or conversation. There's more choices that are out there. We just don't have the active imagination to create up new worlds and new ways of existence. But we do if we remember who we are, remember that we have access to that just like they do. That's the hidden alchemy. That's the esoteric wisdom. And we find it in Dialogues with Hermie. You can read the Emerald Tablet where it tells us because the one mind gives us everything that we need to create there's the one thing and we create and there's nothing new under the sun. This is not a new storyline. People will say, ooh, this new metaverse or whatever. It's a new thing. It's not new. <laughs> there's nothing new under the sun. This is just alchemy in practice. Now, the intention behind the alchemy is what's important. 
if I was in a room with these individuals, that's what I would say. I get that this is your alchemy. I get that this is your creation. Now, can you please tell me what your intention behind it is? What is the agenda? What is it that you're creating it for? Because that's what's important. It's the intention behind our creation that matters. Right mind, start right, stay right. That takes you loving yourself, having loving kindness in your heart, understanding what the right path is for you, and going in the direction that's right for you. Okay? Good. All right. So there you have it. I'm going to continue on, obviously. So um, I want to keep these short. I want to keep going too, too long on these. But um, I will, again, see you guys tomorrow. We'll continue with the dialogues in Hermes. We should be done with that chapter three by then. Uh, by tomorrow. Um, but again, you can get the Emerald Tablet. It's um, Alchemy for Personal Transformation. And, you know, just give it a read if you want to. Otherwise, we will continue on uh, Spirit and Coffee reading it. Okay. So I love you guys. Have a great day. And I will see you soon.